Lord. I need my older brother. You're listening to Rope Talk. Hosted by the Powerbomb, Nick Legette. Powerbomb! And the voice of Lamp Party, Logan Corkins. I'm the best. I'm the best in the world. Brace yourself. This is going to be one hell of a ride. Greetings, ladies and gentlemen. I am your host tonight, Nick Legit, welcoming you, of course, to our very fun episode of Rope Talk. And tonight we're talking about hell in a cell. Now, of course, I can't do this without my partner in crime on this, so please help me welcome the mad scientist himself, Logan Corkins. Call me daddy this week because I'm locked in a cage. <laughs> and there we go. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's your hell in a cell intro. I did that with you. All the many fans who asked me to get kinkier on these episodes. There Nobody has asked. One kink in every single podcast. It has to. Yeah. Or else we're not doing our job. Randy Orton had a kink the last time he was in a hell in a cell match because you know that that's when he was trying to tear the earlobe out of Jeff Hardy. So I mean, yeah, Randy Orton's kind of a dominatrix. And speaking of Jeff Hardy and hell in a cell. Let's go ahead and we'll get to our very first match, which is Jeff Hardy versus, he's back from, I can't remember what happened to him, but Elias is now back in wrestling. So the first match is Jeff Hardy versus Elias. Hi, yeah, man. Uh, and this kind of, this, this is a match that I like because of, so not, not, not to go completely off the trail, but we just had the WWE draft. A lot of cool moves. Um, and Elias is back from the injury list. That's awesome. Um, I've actually really missed him. Um, yeah, I can't believe I'm saying that. But I, when I saw him, I'm like, oh, my God, he's back. Missed him. I really did. Uh, so it's cool to have him here. Um, it's always cool. Anytime you know Jeff Hardy's in a, in, in a great match like this. Um, you know, I, looking at this match, though, I, I, my pick is Elias because like it's hard for him it's hard to come back off the injury list just to immediately lose the first match. I, I yeah. think that that's just, it destroys any momentum, any build you get from the return that he had. Cause he had a pretty good return. And yeah. Shocking Hardy, return came up and just banned Jeff Hardy in the back with a guitar. And Hardy doesn't need a win. Hardy really no. doesn't. Honestly, he can take the L in this and it will not ruin his career whatsoever. Fact him literally. So yeah, but, I'm sure yours and mine are the same, but I'm, as much as I love this match, I kind of hope with, I mean, the lineup we have for this, I'm hoping it's on the kickoff. Because, I mean, none of these other matches should ever be on the kickoff. Yeah, I mean, like, Elias is the pick. I think he, I think he's strong. I really, I really have no idea where they're going with either of these guys after this. I imagine... Jeff Hardy's going to be on a Survivor Series team. Oh, yeah. Elias, he's kind of iffy. I don't know that he's going to be there. I don't think he will. Uh, but he could also be headed for like a... What show is he on now? Is he on SmackDown? I think he's on Raw. Yeah, he's on Raw. Yeah, my bad. Uh, yeah. So who, what, what title's on Raw? Is it Intercontinent? No, it's sorry. Her US. business. Yeah, it's the U.S. He could be headed headed for the U.S. title. That'd be cool. I mean, mean, he's battled Lashley before, so... And and a win over Jeff Hardy would make sense to to set him up for that. So, yeah, Elias is my pick. Yeah, same here. Elias is my pick. Just looking forward to that match, because I think those two will definitely put on 
a great match. Well, and we it, go from that. It's okay. a good match where Jeff Hardy can put over Elias, and and that should be his job here. Exactly. And that's the thing with Jeff that I love is that if he hears he's not going over, he doesn't whine and bitch about it and put on a terrible match. No, he still goes out there and puts on one hell of a match. He will put his body through hell just to lose. It's like, okay, you know what? Mad respect, buddy. Mad respect. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely looking forward to that. But, yeah, this is the thing is that we were talking about this before we did the podcast. There's not that many matches at least right now, it was scheduled unless, you know, keep in mind, people, we are doing this Friday night, so we still have a whole other day before Hell in a Cell. So they might all of a sudden just say on social media, well, here's five more matches. At the moment, we only have, what, four? Yeah, we only have four matches on this card. It's so, a, it is a weird... I, I really feel like WWE's like, screw it, we don't know what to do. Here's half the matches at a Hell in a Cell match. Yeah. So actually, no. Still... Th- actually, hold on. Sorry, three of the matches are in Hell in a mm-hmm. Cell, right? Uh, three of them are in Hell in a Cell, with one of them being an so extra I quit have... match. We're gonna have an extra match in here somewhere because there's no way. Because you have to imagine Jeff Hardy and Elias are probably kicking it off. There's no way you go to straight three. Man, we might have two more matches added. Um, yeah, who there has going? to be so. Biggie we'll... versus Sheamus. Maybe. There could I be a feel tag like that could be one championship. Like a new day could do something. Don't know. WWE always likes to wait till like the day before to add the rest of it. But yeah. you know what, people, we're doing our job this day, so we make sure we have our predictions. And gosh, <laughs> god damn it, we're going with it. So we're going with the men. We're going to one match that I'm actually has been. Well, you and I talked, and you were right. You said Hell in a Cell is going to be when they fight. And that is the SmackDown Women's Championship, Bailey versus Sasha Banks, inside Hell in a Cell. Inside the structure and inside where... Okay, so my whole reasoning going into this, the reason I thought it was going to be Hell in a Cell was because it's been too long since we've had a Women's Hell in a Cell match. Wasn't it like Charlotte and Becky? I think so. It might, heck, it might have been Sasha and Charlotte. It could have been, but it, it seems like it's been a long time. Yeah, it feels like we've been... And Sasha's been in one. Bailey hasn't. Bailey's the... Yeah, okay, no, you're right. It was Becky and Charlie. Because Bailey's the only member of the four horsewomen who hasn't already been in a, mm-hmm. in a cell match. So um, it's going to be really curious to see. I mean, look, these two obviously have chemistry in the ring. I mean, we can go back to Brooklyn 2, uh, NXT TakeOver Brooklyn 2, when oh, these two tore the house down. And Bailey... Okay, as much as like we may not like her character, she has had, I think, the best year in women's professional wrestling. Oh, yeah, I, mean, I will admit that. She she's has. just on fire. That's the thing is, like, I'm not a big fan of her gimmick. It's just that I can't take her as a bad person because of how she used to be. But I get what they're going for, and for her, it's working. It's getting the crowd to hate her, but just me personally, I'm like, I- I'm not buying it. I can't buy the fact that she's a bad person. Like, she's trying a little too hard to be the bad guy. Yeah. But I'm excited to see what these two can do in Hell in a Cell. Because like you said, NXT TakeOver Brooklyn, in my opinion, that was a match that started the women's revolution. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, Bailey and, and Sasha don't get... I mean, Sasha does a little bit. 
But like Bailey doesn't get the credit she deserves for being as influential as she has been. I mean, oh my god, yeah. There's so many moments of Bailey's career where I'm just like, yeah, she's she's putting everybody over. Like the fact that she was the last of the four horsewomen to come up sucks, but it also led to. Remember Battlegrounds, uh, I want to say 16, yeah, 2016, when she's announced as Sasha's special oh partner. Oh, my God, that crowd went crazy. That pop was nuts. And when Mick Foley signed her to Raw and she came out and she faced Charlotte, that pop, dude. I mean, people love Bailey, and mm-hmm. I hope she turns face again here yeah, Very soon. soon-ish, yeah. Uh, I just, I mean, like you said, she is a lovable person. Like, she doesn't get the credit she deserves. But, I mean, with her championship win, like, they're finally recognizing her talents because, damn, she's as good as any of the other four uh, four horsewomen. There's no one that's better than the other. They all are masters at their craft. And especially with these two, because they are best friends. They are going to beat the hell out of each other in a cell they're gonna Uh, in a cell out of each other (laughs) i i'm debating okay i'm gonna say bailey i'm gonna say bailey now um it's it, it, it the problem is is we got survivor series and i have no idea what survivor series looks like for this year that's the toughest thing of it all like what because this is the thing, though, is that Sasha, I feel Sasha is going to win this. But I feel like at the next pay-per-view, because we all know she, Bailey's going to get a rematch and Bailey's going to get it back because Sasha has a terrible record when it comes to defending yep. the title. Yep. And that's why, that's why I think right now it's Bailey. I think Sasha wins at the Rumble. Sasha defends it at Elimination Chamber and keeps it. And then at Mania, Bailey gets it. Bailey has a face. So when Sasha loses on this turn, okay, so right, like right now, Sasha's the face, which is a yeah. weird thing for her to be because she's a, such a great heel. Um, so Sasha's the face, okay? Let's say one of the other four horsewomen come back. And they start to remind Bailey of like who she was when her and Sasha were together, and like she starts to kind of tur- make that turn where like Bailey could turn face again. So yeah. then Bailey loses at Rumble. She does some soul searching. She does some figuring it out at the Elimination Chamber. The hope would be that they could build it where like the crowd singing uh, like. Uh, like hopefully we have a crowd. Um, yeah. Like the uh, we get to Bailey's or Bailey, will you be my girl? Chant going again, and and you start to see people because everybody but Sasha and Bailey, or sorry, Charlotte and and Becky have both had these huge big WrestleMania builds, and Becky oh, more than anybody else. I think Bailey's due for one, and so if she loses that elimination chamber, she does some soul searching. She finds out that she needs to, like, be her true self if, like, the heel doesn't work anymore. All of a sudden, the wacky inflatable two men are back. We've got to face Bailey at WrestleMania in front of L.A.'s crowd. And... Well, apparently, I don't think it's at L.A. anymore. I think they moved it to Florida. 
Oh yeah, they did. I forget. I, I hate that. I, I try they to keep, keep a... rescheduling. It's stupid. So stupid. But yeah. So I, I think in this one, Bailey. I think Bailey retains. Um, Sasha's going to win it at the Rumble. Okay, not a bad prediction. Or, or whatever the December pay per view is. <laughs> Whatever's next. Um, I got to go with Sasha. I think doing it right now would kind of be the best time, and just a back and forth thing, but. Have it to where at the next one, like Sasha kind of becomes starts becoming a heel because of the threat that, like, you know, I've never successfully defended my championship. I will do anything to keep it. So if you do I something like, like that. It's not a bad idea either, because I mean there yeah, there, there there's the two ways to build it. I'm on the Bailey needs to go over side. Um I, I think Sasha's I think Sasha's done a lot, and that that's mm-hmm. cool. That's awesome. But you also have to think there too. At some point, Charlotte's coming back. Yep. And then Becky's probably back in. I think Becky's in the Rumble. That could definitely be if she could be ready. Becky in the Rumble. I mean, this could also be the year we get the four horsewomen match. Unfortunately. I would be okay with that. Have that at WrestleMania. Just a fatal forward between those girls for the title. Yeah, they I will mean, make whatever championship they're going for the most prestigious title in the business. Because, again, Bailey got screwed. <laughs> if we yeah. go back to, what was that? Was that Mania 32 at Dallas? Yeah. Yeah. 32. 32, I Becky, was there for Sasha, that. Sh- yeah, yeah, and everybody know everybody remembers the big moment of this one where you know Shane O'Mac does Shane O'Mac and jumps off the cell, but a lot of people also remember that this was the WWE's version of starting the revolution, even though the revolution yeah. happened yeah. eight months earlier. But this is when the they summer. took it like super seriously. Like it wasn't yeah. a bunch of prep girls. No, these were fighters. These and were warriors. It was a fantastic match. Charlotte's moonsault in that match was phenomenal, but it should have been Bailey in there instead of Becky, and I will stand by that. Becky wasn't built up to be where Bailey coming into that match would have been unbelievable. Oh yeah. So that's, yeah. that's my heart. It was still a good match, but yeah, I agree with you on that. Great match. Well, we got our opinions on that. So at least we have one differential on this, people. Yeah. So uh, we go from I think, that I think and... we on this on the next one. We go to the WWE Championship, and that is Drew McIntyre versus, he's now the legend killer again, Randy Orton, again, inside Hell in a Cell. This is going to be a fight. No other way around it. I've, like, usually I get bored when they do a rivalry for so many months. These guys have been able to keep it fresh and new to where I want to see them fight inside a cage so nobody can escape, nobody can leave. It's just an all-out, bare-knuckle fight. All I want to see is Randy Orton in a cell. I mean, he is... He's just... A, okay. I love when they say the the, the, the cage, or the, the, the cell changes you. Mm-hmm. And it, there is definitely a different style that Orton uses when he's in a Hell in a Cell match. He is a little bit more aggressive... And he's a little bit more maniacal. And this is where I think the Viper side or the Viper character really comes alive, where he will push you to your physical limit in this match. I don't know that Drew's necessarily physically ready for what 
what actually exists in this match. Because one of these guys is going through the cell. I, I mm-hmm. One of these guys is, is getting thrown through the wall. My guess is it's probably Drew. And I, Randy's my pick. I love where I love the booking of him, but he needs to win that title. And I don't know where you go with Drew. I don't know. I really don't well, know what the that thing you I do. worry about because you can't have Drew go down to semi main card. You need to keep him in the main roster, the main event spot. But honestly, on this one, I actually agree with you because they're building up Randy Orton to be kind of the new big bad guy. Right. And he's the perfect photo to be the big bad guy you got a guy who's a a very major veteran knows all the tricks and especially like you said in the hell in a cell randy orton definitely acts differently than he would in a normal match because the other name he has is the apex predator and if a predator is trapped in the with a prey inside of a cage the predator is just going to assault it and kill it that's pretty much kind of the story that's going on here is that it's a thing of like Drew keeps saying, you're locked in there with me. And it's like, Drew, love you, buddy, but um, you're kind of locked in there with him. Because Randy Orton knows a hell in a cell almost more than anybody else in the business right now. Right. So honestly, with this one, I agree with you. I think Orton actually goes over. Yeah, I think it's Orton just because, okay, at some point a heel has to win, and we know, we, we know, I mean, Roman Reigns is probably winning his match. And so yeah. a, a big <laughs> title has to change hands. Um, and this is this is a great one. I mean, Hell in a Cell adding the legitimacy to it. And I think this kind of wrecks Drew for a while because I think they are going to go with the whole legend killer angle, the way that they've been building it is like Randy's going to put Drew through hell in this match and and it's going to take drew a while to recover. And it wouldn't totally shock me if they write him off until the rumble. And then Mm -hmm. he comes back to the rumble, builds his WrestleMania story and then goes from there. Exactly. And this is the thing. Drew held the title since WrestleMania. He's had a great run with it. He's never been boring as a champion. I will admit that I've enjoyed him as champion, but there comes a time where you need somebody new. Yeah. Or like somebody well, and, different. And he's held that title since Mania, too. I mean, exactly. this is not a bogus run. He's had a great title run. Yeah, with or without a crowd, like Drew has made the most of the title run. Like, honestly, there's only a, a handful that could have done that. And Drew, in my opinion, is definitely one of them. So it was smart that they did that. But it's definitely now time for a change of pace. And with Randy Orton as champion, that's another guy I can see with even a virtual crowd, Randy Orton can just solidify the championship. Well, and then it depends on if somebody else is ready to come back, and that is the mm-hmm. rated R superstar. I mean, I could see Edge playing a factor in this match somehow, some way. Uh, he's apparently been healed for about a month. You know what? To... I'm going to do my shot in the dark here. Hit me, hit me with it. Drew... Hits a Claymore on Randy Orton. You know, and he does that kind of like kick up thing to go do another one to kind of like prove a point. Turns around, tries to go for the Claymore. All of a sudden he gets speared. And it it could be a mass figure or whatever you want to call it. And then the guy reveals himself and it's Edge. Yeah. Edge cool. Edge turns his back and becomes, in my opinion, Edge, he's great as a face. 
I will not put that away from him. But dude, Edge is a heel. Holy crap. So you think like rated RKO comes back and yes. it kind of is like a tussle and then like chamber maybe edge turns edge turns on Randy. Mm-hmm. I mean kind of do that. like in a way the Bailey Sasha angle, but with yeah. Randy Orton and Edge, they can make it different to where it's not a copy of that. But yeah, just imagine rated RKO with the championship on Monday Night Raw. Who's gonna stop that duo? It'd be pretty cool. It'd be really, really cool. So yeah, I mean, I, that's my shot in the dark. It's a big shot in the dark, but you know what? I love taking those. I love it. Speaking of which, we already talked about who we thought would win, but dude, I'm intrigued with this because Universal Championship, Roman Reigns versus oh. Jey Uso in a Hell in a Cell I Quit match. So... I'm trying to find the tweet here. Um, Roman said something that I, I think really, really, uh, really kind of sums up how I feel about this. Um, da, 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 da. Go ahead and set the, go ahead and do do your takes on this, and then I'm gonna and then I'm gonna hit it with a with a tweet. Okay. Well, you know what? While he's doing that, ladies and gentlemen, we are sponsored today by uh, Ray's Energy. Raise Energy is the best way for you to keep your energy going for long periods of time. And wonderful thing about this, there's no sugar and there's no crash. It is one of the greatest things. I've used it multiple times because I've traveled from where I live in Tulsa all the way to Oklahoma City at midnight. Took one of those, did not crash. It's a wonderful thing. Go to repsports.com and use the promo code LANDPARTY. You will get 15% off your order, people. We are trying to help you out so you can do some samples, get your discount, and just enjoy because I've enjoyed it. Logan has talked about it multiple times, saying that he's enjoyed it. Lex has talked about it. We all enjoy Ray's Energy here. And they also they have popcorn now, don't they? They do. Hey, G-Pop. It's the protein yes. popcorn you need in your life. G-Pop popcorn, people. It's really good. And, of course, we have another wonderful sponsor that I feel like they have just fathered us from day one. And I can, I can probably say that Logan has really appreciated them because they've helped him out a lot. And that, of course, people, is Anchor. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. Simple way. They give you the tools to record, edit your podcast straight from your phone or computer. Plus, Anchor allows you to make money from your podcast with no listener minimum, people. If you're like us, when we started out having zero listeners, which I'm sure we didn't, but it could be, but they've been helping us since day one, and we greatly appreciate everything they've done to us. So go download the Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. They are the absolute best. You will not be disappointed. I can guarantee you that. So... There, there was, there was a conversation, and I, I, I've tried to find the tweet. I can't find the tweet. Um, Roman either said it in a tweet, or he said it in an Instagram video, or he said it in an interview. I cannot remember. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm not going to quote him word for word. This is a horrible misquote. But he said something to the effect of, "With this storyline with Jay, or with this, with this heel run, you know, we're, we're we are cooking a steak dinner. It's low and slow. We're gonna, we're gonna build a huge match." 
if you want a fast food, if you want fast food wrestling, this just isn't it. You know, we're, mm-hmm. we're, we're building something beautiful. And this right here is a great example. Jey Uso was supposed to be done um, at, at the last pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. This, this wasn't supposed to keep going, but it worked so freaking well. This bloodline match, man, oh this bloodline God. angle, the Jey Uso, man. I, he's supposed this, to be this, running for tag team titles. He's supposed not to be the major title. <laughs> and this is the cool thing. What has what has Roman Reigns been accused of doing since day one? Uh, not letting anybody get a title shot, and That's just destroying that. But I want to use a quote he said against John Cena: "Use <laughs> your big shovel. old shovel." And <laughs> Roman Reigns has supposedly buried every talent. Now I get it; it's his cousin. It's a little bit di- different, yeah. but even then, Roman he's... Reigns put Jay Uso over. Oh my God, he has solidified Jay Uso. He has made Jay Uso a star. Even though, like, I loved their last match. I did not. I was like, okay, you know, this is going to be somewhat of a good match because they do know each other a long time. I did not expect to be that hooked. I really didn't. And just throughout it all, like, then you see Jimmy come down and, like, you know, trying to help him out. They, the throwing in the towel, I know a lot of people hated that, but it made sense, especially now, because they have this next match to where there's no throwing in a towel, there's no pin, no submission, no nothing. The only way to win is to have your opponent say, I quit, which I'm excited about because we have not had an I quit match in oh, a long wow. time. And just the fact that this is a hell in a cell, Dude, these guys are going to be able to go for like 40 minutes to maybe even an hour. This, this is going to be such this this is this this could easily be a match of the year right here. Mhm. I mean, Jay is proven, man. He's he's got it. He's got it and Roman is on a different level mental. I we freaking saw a submission by Roman Reigns on the SmackDown season premiere last week. He used a submission on Braun Strowman, and it was cool. And he's evolving his game. It's not just the spear. It's not just an ooh, ah, super mad punch. It is, I'm going to beat you tactically. I'm going to challenge you in every possible way. Like, when you step in the ring with Roman Reigns right now, it is, you have to bring it every single second because he is just pounding you, pounding you, pounding you. And he's getting really creative. And this is the Roman Reigns I have waited for. This is the Roman Reigns we needed. I don't care if he main events the next five manias at this point. Like, dude. Yeah, he is making it. And this is the thing is that, like, he's not even really a heel. He's not being. he He's definitely, if you put him in a category, he would definitely be in the heel category. But he's kind of like Randy Orton. Where he doesn't have allies or enemies. He just. If you come after me, I'm going to hurt you. And especially with Jey Uso, like the thing I loved was, I think this was a promo he did like uh, two weeks ago, but he talked about, we're having a Hell in a Cell match, but it's not going to be just a normal one. And then you see him give him a hug and he goes, if I were you, I would quit right now. And that was just like, damn. Like you could tell Roman still has a heart, but he's like, 
I'm not backing down, though. I am going to rip you in half if you step in that ring. Please don't step in that ring. So yeah, this character is beyond amazing. He is going to be, in my opinion, SmackDown's best star. Hands down. It's, it's insane, man. I mean, it's crazy to see that how much of a full circle we've come with Roman Reigns of... From him being the guy that everybody's like, ah, you know, he's being forced down our throats too. It's like, dude, he's the most entertaining bar. And it's not just like the Paul Heyman edition. Like Paul Heyman definitely helps, but yeah. like Roman's I mean, just in a good mindset. Him, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Paul Heyman, Paul Heyman can't do any wrong. But like, man, Roman's just in a good place, and I, and I love what we're doing here with him. Oh, hands down. I've, I think honestly, this time away from the wrestling business is what Roman Reigns needed. Yeah. Just to yeah. kind of do a clean sweep with his character. And they started from the ground up and they have made a star. Oh, absolutely. So I'm sure you're, like you said, your pick is the same as mine. I love Jey Uso. This is definitely, again, going to help solidify him as a star. But Roman Reigns is going over. No doubt about that. I can't wait, man. I cannot wait. Do you know I'm... who else can't wait? Of course, we have people, we have another person that would like to do his predictions. And, well, you know, we got to the point to where, you know what, let's not have him do just one match prediction. Let's have him do two matches. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to cut over to another pick. And that, is, of course, is Austin Campbell. Austin, your predictions. All right, Nick. I'm sitting here with Austin, and it is time for Austin's Wrestling Pick of the Week. And Austin, we, we, we love big matches here on Rope Talk. We really do. And there's nothing bigger than a hell in a cell match. And it is Bloodline versus the Tribal Chief as Jey Uso goes into the cage, into the 20-foot structure known as hell in a cell against the big dog, Roman Reigns, for the Universal Championship. Austin... What's the pick in this one? Here's the thing. I, uh, when it comes to a Hell in a Cell, the most important things, the most important thing about being in a cell is you got to have your nucleus set in the right spot. You know, you got to have your house in order. You got to have, and I don't know if Roman is reigning that much. I mean, what is he even reigning over at this point? Like, I think you got to look at, like, he doesn't have his team in check, you know? He doesn't – What he, he let that one chick uh, – what's her face? Uh, turn to the dark side, it looks like, from what I see on Twitter. Alexa Bliss, yeah. Yeah. Like, he, well, he can't even keep Raw his now. house in order at this point. She's on Raw, though. She's on Raw? Yeah, she's oh. not on SmackDown. Oh, well <laughs> – I knew that, but you know, I, I the problem is, is I, I who is he playing again? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jay Uso. Jay Uso. Wait, is it the his like cousins it's his or cousin. something? It's his cousin. Yeah, it's his cousin. Wait, he's playing. He's not playing the Uso Uso twins. He's playing no, he's, just his cousin. Yeah, just Jay. Just Jay. Jimmy's Jimmy's out with a either DUI or injury. I can't remember. <laughs> A DUI injury. No, like he, so 
when a WWE superstar gets a DUI, they get suspended until they get cleared like, uh, to make sure there are PR issues. And, and Jimmy, unfortunately, kind of has a history with it. So, Well, I mean, he should switch sports. He should go play in the NFL. He could play next week yeah, if he, he wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Melvin Gordon is, so yeah. uh, if you needed proof. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I don't know. Without – okay, so – Roman Reigns can't keep his house in check, and Uso can't keep his twin from driving drunk. So maybe they're not in order either. I, I'm gonna take Roman Reigns, man. I, I don't, I can't see an Uso twin winning without the other Uso twin. It just doesn't seem right. Because what happens when he wins? You know, do we have to talk about? Oh, maybe he's too good for this other Uso twin. You want to break them apart like that? I feel like that would be the end of the career, man, for the other Uso twin. So Austin's going with the big dog, Roman Reigns. Yeah. That is his Bruce League pick of the week. Nick? Let's, Wait, let's, that's let's it? That, that was the only one? Only one? Okay, let's uh, hold on. Let me look at the rest of the match card. <laughs> I'm just surprised. No, Usually I have to pick two or it, three. Now, on the next like, one, we give will. Me, give me, like, the worst, worst match. And give me that one. Mom versus my mom. Um... My mom would kick your mom's ass. I'm just going to say that. I feel like. You're, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. I, my mom will fight. My mom's seen some gangsta stuff in her life. Um, okay, sweet. So we're, 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 we're going to have you pick another one. Um, for, for those of you still listening. Uh, we're going to have. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. We have Austin Pig. It's the Enigma. Jeff Hardy going up against Elias. Well, here's the thing. Enigma gets his ass beat by a guy in a bat suit, okay? So I don't I don't really I don't really know if I trust him. I mean, no no disrespect to Mr. Wayne. Um, but Elias has been in the Bible, I'm pretty sure. So I think he's probably got some God, he's got some God powers on his side. So yeah, I'd be uh, very well questioning what they could do. Uh, I'm gonna take Elias in that one. You know what I'm saying? All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's Austin's wrestling pick of the week. We we got to get some sleep, y'all. Peace out. (laughs) There you go, people. He had his predictions. Will he be right? Probably. He kind of picked the same ones we did, but (laughs) ironically, he's kind of been crushing his picks this year. So, like, what do we know? Yeah, that's the thing. Is like, I don't think Austin's has he done a wrong pick? He is not. He's perfect for like the last four picks he's done. I will never. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, I love Austin to death. He, he, in all intents and purposes, when I say he's my partner in crime, literally, we do three to four shows a week together. Depends on the week. And and he, he has to put up with a lot of my shit. But I will never give him the credit he gets for wrestling. <laughs> I will I never give it give to him. him. I hate to give it to him because he's not a wrestling fan. He's like, hey, who's this guy? And I'm like, oh, that's this guy. And he goes, oh, neat. I like the other guy, the clown guy. Yes. And he picks a clown guy every time. And like the thing with Otis, I can't believe he actually picked the right person on that. <laughs> But you know uh, what, people? I'm That's what so we love, Austin. That. Like more, more than anything. <laughs> you Austin, know, we, we sit here, we this. try to we try to analyze, we try to be as good as we are. 
and that that fucker. You know what, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to do a good prediction, just ask Austin. He will just do the Austin way. Just literally say, "Ah, I like this guy. He's going to win. And he literally got biblical with the Elias pick. So, like, (laughs) of course he did. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that is our show. We are looking forward to Hell in a Cell. I hope you are. And again, there'll probably be matches added or who knows? Most of these matches might go an hour and a half. We don't know. But it is going to be a very great show. So hopefully you will enjoy them. I know I will. Logan, I'm sure you will. It's going to be great, man. Can't wait for this pay-per-view. I'm actually off Sunday, so it's like, hey, I'm actually going to watch pay-per-view. It's going to be cool. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, too, uh, brand new episodes of a lot of cool stuff coming up. A uh, new episode of Lessons from Netflix went up uh, about the same time this did today. So, hey, way to go there. Uh, we're looking at How I Met Your Mother. Week three, It's we're talking about Barty Simpson. It's awesome. Next week, we'll wrap up How I Met Your Mother, and then we go on to Scrubs. Can't wait for that. Uh, <laughs> then on Monday, brand new episode of Land Party Podcast. We had a special guest. I'm not on it, so, like, you know it's a good episode. Uh, <laughs> Corey is uh, Corey Davis, right? Corey Styles. Corey Styles is on it. Yeah. yeah. So I call, I give him the nickname. He's the phenomenal one, Corey Styles. I so like I heard it was a great episode. So like uh, you're gonna I have to check that out. Monday. Tuesday, new episode of Crossroads hit you on Bosch Rush Games Live, twitch.tv slash Bosch Rush Games Live. Uh, Austin, Laron, and Nelly. I think I'm gonna be missing for a couple weeks, and so uh, check that out. Then on okay, so so Trash Talk is not gonna be live again this week. Uh, we my schedule just doesn't let us have that luxury. So on insert Friday, insert sad emotion here. Insert sad emotion. Insert sad emotion for Austin because he has to stay up later now. Because normally <laughs> you know, we're done by like nine nine thirty. Now we're that's not when. Now that's about the time we start recording. So it's like oh jeez. Yeah, he's not happy, but I love him. He's the best. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> go check it out Friday. There'll be a brand new episode of Trash Talk. And don't forget, Trash Talk is no longer on the Lamb Party feed, y'all. This is a thing. You have nope. to go find it now on Spotify. And Land Party, as of next week, will no longer be on SoundCloud either. So if you are a SoundCloud listener, get off it. Go to Spotify. That's where you're going to find all of our content now. If you were a SoundCloud user, we thank you for sticking with us on SoundCloud. But it is time for us to move on to better apps. So... Just come find us on the other ones, people. You know where we're on. We say it every time. We're awesome. <laughs> and we love you guys. <laughs> but yeah. So, again, I'm Nick Legit. He's Logan Corkins. We're going to enjoy Hell in a Cell. See you all in hell. Bye. Peace.